And I'm Tiz Jism. 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 A.K.A. Steve Creedy. Yahweh! Ciao, cross monkeys. Welcome to Pure Boys Podcast. I'm Adam Creep and Chiz. Yeah, right, my grandpa was a chimp. I'm Steve Creep, <laughs> and I'm here to tell you the truth. That's right. That's right. Your your grandpa wasn't a monkey. He was a man. That's not a monkey. That's a man, baby. It'd be cool if your grandpa was a monkey. You could probably make a, a couple of green bucks off of that. If your grandpa was a monkey, then the, then your grandma developed AIDS. How does that sound? Is that too developed aggressive? AIDS. Is that too aggressive so, to start the show? Like in a lab? Yes. She studied <laughs> him. She had sex with him, then studied it, and then created AIDS. She had sex with him, then studied it, and then you get AIDS. I love when people talk about how, like, oh, AIDS was invented by a person having sex with a monkey. It's always, like, a guy having sex with a monkey, not a monkey having sex with a woman. Why can't that be the case? Is this too aggressive Is this too aggressive of a tone to start the show? No, that's a good thought. <laughs> <laughs> Let's explore it. Let's really break it down. Yeah, the doctor was a mother. Yeah, and the doctor said, I can't operate on this monkey. That's my child. Well, couldn't two monkeys... Uh, had sex and then spit on a man that could have happened I mean, that could have happened it probably has happened or I mean, a woman it, it, exactly every monkey that's ever spit on a man has probably had sex at some point <laughs> at some point at some for sure point. maybe not right before but maybe immediately after who can say immediately after when you're feeling the most grimy oh yeah well you're, you just spit on someone you're feeling randy at that point Here's a question for Thoust. Sure. Uh, have you ever spit on somebody in earnest? Like in anger? Yeah. Mm, I don't think so. I've definitely spit on people before, but not oh, yeah. in like anger. Like I'm not angry at a homeless person when I spit on them. I'm just like doing it because it feels like the right thing to do. You understand. Or if you're like at the theater and you're protesting Dolby, nobody knows you're there protesting Dolby. And right. And you spit on people during the movie because yeah, well, the, they can't feel it well, yeah the Dolby's rumbling them so much there's too much Dolby they need to have less Dolby in the theater so they can feel my spit could the spit even get to the person with Dolby that's a good question you might spit and then like a helicopter flies by in the movie and suddenly the <laughs> rumbles it right back into your face and now you're angry and spitting on someone yeah now you got spit all over your face hey are you ready to do the pure boys prayer clap God, God bless, bless our podcast, podcast please. God, God bless, bless all podcasts, please. We, we love, love you, please. Amen. Amen. Or a woman. Uh, which podcast do you want to bless this week, Steve? Uh, I want to bless um, any uh, podcast out there reviewing chain restaurants. <laughs> <laughs> Great idea. Is there one in particular? No, because none of them are perfect, but all of them are fighting the good fight. Well, okay, all right. Well, hey, th and thanks for fighting the good fight. Do you have one? Is this one for you, or is this one all on me? Uh, all I, mean, on I, me. I got one if you want one. Give me one. Sure. Well, I'd like to bless 
God Awful Movies, which is a Christian movie podcast <laughs> that is way more successful than this one. So I'd like to bless them and God bless them, every one of them. They've done live shows. They've yeah. done studio shows. They've probably met, like, a prestigious uh, Conan or something. Sure, like the Barbarian or uh, O'Brien or somebody. I was thinking O'Brien. Like, they went on the Conan O'Brien podcast for sure. Maybe, yeah. Hey, that's it. Well, all right. Save the Conan O'Brien podcast for next week when we have to bless a podcast. But Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. Bless you. Uh, bless you, my son. Oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh, hey, what are we talking about this week? Oh my god, we haven't even gotten into that yet. We're so busy talking about spitting on people that we didn't even talk about that we're watching 2016's Until Forever. Which does have enough Dolby, and the cinematography is absolutely perfect. So if you want to see cinematography done right, watch this movie. Agreed, yeah. Uh, I have a confession to make at the start here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I liked this movie. Well... Um, (laughs) (laughs) I I didn't at first I was being very naughty very naughty in my notes and then as it went on I went I think I'm kind of liking this and by the end I was like no I full on yeah this I like this movie I'll never watch it again but I enjoyed the time I spent with it which I can't say for a lot of the movies we watch on here now you're a cancer vampire so you probably got like so much energy from this movie well i I don't know if i'd call myself a cancer vampire but i am a sorrow vampire in that i i love sorrow i feast on sorrow and Mm -hmm. uh that's why i'm so strong these days well this day because you just watched this movie and there's a lot of sorrow so much sorrow oh my god the kevin sorrow tweet of the week I thought the uh, filmmaking was really confident. I thought the story at the beginning was kind of cute, their relationship building, Mm. and uh, was kind of well done, well timed, and the characters in the movie are strong and written kind of decently. Yeah, the the actors do a good job. Like, the the person who plays Michael and the person who plays Michelle both give very good performances, I gotta say. Yeah, very good com- performances. I think they go on to do other things after this. No, well, not, the, not really. I mean, yeah, they have other the credits. The girl does. Kind of. Yeah, she's, she's starred in a couple of other things, but she both of their IMDb credits are very sparse. Like, this was the, the only movie that the guy who played Michael starred in. He's He was in other stuff, but this was his only starring role. And he's good. Yeah, I think he does a good job. I can't believe I'm being so complimentary towards a Christian movie, but here we are. I think he would be a great priest uh, in a couple of years. In a couple of years, not yet. He doesn't. He's not wizened enough for it. No, he's young, dumb. He's full of all of the erm, and uh, you can't you can't go into the priesthood when you're like that. You oh got to get rid of your erm. You got to get rid of your erm before you become a priest. Because if you don't, well, we've seen what happens if you don't get rid of your erm before you become a priest. Well, or, turn your erm into sweat, and there you have my opening statement. Yeah, for this my, movie. my sweat is I store it in my balls, like we were talking about before the show. Was that before the show? Yeah, that was before the show. We were talking about how we're sweaty and our sweat is in our balls. Yeah. Yes, we keep all our sweat in our balls, Correct. not on our balls, no, like in. you fools. In. My balls have so much. They they got to have room for erm. They got to have room for sweat. And they got to have room for urine. There's so and, many chambers in there. And they have to have room for God. Oh, you got to leave room for the Holy Spirit, of course. Oh, he's got to leave room in your balls for the Holy Spirit. Duh. 
I can't wait to have the whole Holy Spirit and God and Son conversation with God. <laughs> hey, what's up with that? Who, 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 who is who in here? <laughs> and basically, all I'll say is who and is, and I'll just keep repeating those in different uh, orders. Of course, and he'll just be, keep responding with, I am, I am, I am. And you're like, okay, great, good, good conversation we're having, Lord. <laughs> Yeah, he doesn't get the whole two-way thing when it comes to uh, conversations. Well, no, he's people... more of a like infinite being type person. He's a lot like me in that he likes to talk at people, not talk with people. Yeah, I like talking at. I've never heard a thing you've said. <laughs> hey, feelings mutual, my brother, and it's been five thousand years, and we don't. I couldn't tell you one conversation we've had. I'm glad we're recording them now because at least I can look back on prosperity, posterity, or whatever. Well, I can remember what mine says. Yeah, of course. But I don't know what you're saying. Every time we finish an episode, you always text me and go, what does mine say? <laughs> and I always respond with, no and then. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what are we going to do, dude? Where's my car on this show? Uh, I don't know, man. That's that's a hard, uh, maybe alien month. Yeah, well, or just dude, where's my car month? Yeah, we could watch that four times or... Well, from what I remember, that movie is a series of little vignettes, essentially, right? So we could probably do a Midweek Freak Treat for Dude, Where's My Car? If you want to ruin our lives again by bringing back Midweek Freak Treat. I am all for ruining our lives, but I, I feel like if February in our lifetimes ever only has three Tuesdays, we should split two, Dude, Where's My Car? into three. Sure. And uh, do that. Um, is that even possible out there? Dude, I'm into that. Either way, we're doing Dude, Where's My Car? And <laughs> screw you. Yep, set your watch. We're, we're doing Dude, Where's My Car? at some point. Not today, because I haven't watched it recently. I tried, and it wasn't very good, and I stopped about 10 minutes in when that's all I can stomach. But maybe it's better than those 10 minutes I recently watched. They're not. It's Ooh. probably worse. Okay. Well, I didn't even get to the hot girls. Didn't even get to that part. Oh, the hot girls with their tits and the bitties. Oh, my God. Jeepers crying. Yeah, they got both. Yeah, they got all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they're sleek buttholes. Everything mm. about women, I tell you. Oh, you're a gentleman and a scholar. It's going to be in my book. I mean, it started with Eve. That's when your gentlemanness started. It was back all the yeah. way back with Eve. That's where the creepiness started. Mm -hmm. That's where... That's where it became a man. Well, someone had to tattoo the paw prints on her tits, and guess who it was? It was Steve. <laughs> it was me. It was Steve. That's the craziest thing. People don't talk about that, but Eve had those paw prints on her tits from day one. Let's get paw prints on tits back. Yeah, that was a good look. It was a signature look. But, like, let's make the tits bigger, and let's make the tattoos smaller. <laughs> Microscopic. I don't even want to see them. I don't even want to know they're there. Well, that way I have an excuse to pull out my, you know, diamond uh, monocle sure. and uh, <laughs> look at some tattoos on ah, some ladies. Pinch it in your eye or like men. that. Or men. Men are allowed to have bosoms as well. Or any stars or stripes in between. We want to yeah. see those paw prints. Exactly. <laughs> Hot. Good conversation. Worth it, too. Totally That's worth gonna it. That's going to go down in the anals. Oh, that's going to make the cut. For sure it's going to make the final cut. Because well, all this data we're storing right now is going to get, like, shoot out of the window yeah, in a of couple course. of years. Of like, course. we're going to die 100 years, maybe it'll stay on the database, and then we're gone. I don't know. Once we stop, well, we're not paying for the hosting right now. Thank you, Anchor. But I guess, like, 
If they ever start charging for it after we die, then this will just disappear because there will be no one to pay for it. Thank you, Anchor. (laughs) AKA Spotify for podcasts. That's what it is now. Hey. Is it harder to log in now? Is it a more complicated process? Yes, it is. I don't like it as much, but that's a little inside baseball for y'all. Do we get subscriptions on uh, YouTube anymore? No, but no, that's fine. That died off completely. Did As soon as you switched over. Yeah. Did uh, I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry get blow up the way I hoped it would? No. I put homosexual garbage right on the thumbnail, hoping that would inflame some people and get them to click it, and it didn't. So my clickbait failed. I'm not a clickbaiter. But it also means that the previous company we hosted definitely paid for bots or something that, like, <laughs> subscribed to us on YouTube. Uh, maybe, but, like, our, our uh, diarrhea of a mad black woman is slowing down. That was our main funnel for YouTube subscriptions. Like, legitimately, we got most of our subscriptions from that video. So the viewing of that has slowed down. We just need Tyler Perry to, like, put something else out to get people thinking about diarrhea of a mad black woman again. And then, boom, the subscriptions will start going up. We need more cash cows. Exactly. We need to go on cash cab. That'd be good. It would be fun. Yeah. I'd we be, could advertise on Reddit. I'd be, yeah, Jesus. I hate looking at like, how do I grow my podcast? It's like, oh, well, go on other podcasts. What do you mean? Oh, and like advertise on Reddit. No. With those idiots? No, I don't care. Reddit's full of fools. Mm-mm. This is all going to get cut. No, this will stay in. <laughs> it should. Uh, <laughs> it should. But you know what isn't going to get cut? Everyone's new favorite segment. That's right. It's time for What's in the News. Sweet. Did you say quaint? I I said sweet. Oh, definitely sweet. Sweet. Oh, yeah. Sweet. Sweet. That's what yours says. Yeah, exactly. Mine says dude. So I should probably go first on the news news. Of course. You're the newsman. Because I want to talk about the East Palestine train derailment. <laughs> I'd love to hear it. Uh, well, this week in the news, the Norfolk Southern CEO apologized before Senate, the Senate. Oh, that's great. Well, who cares? Your words mean nothing. But thank but you he, for your service. He's deeply sorry. Yeah, he's really sorry. Oh, he's so sorry. Oh, oh I'm so sad. Did yeah, he like, got down on his knees. He said he's sorry. And I think it's a wash. And I think another train derailed in Ohio from that same company like a week ago or something. Like, yeah, did, there was another disaster. Apparently, there's like a thousand derailments like a, a week or something in the U.S. It's uh, infrastructure, <laughs> your butts. US. Tur- turns out privatizing the uh, an important uh, you know rail structure like that was probably not the best call. I think we should privatize everything. Oh, definitely. Yeah, private companies have our best interests in mind and we'll do every spend whatever it takes to make sure that everything is done safely and on time. Money. That's right. Well, uh I got some news for you. News news? Uh, on this day in 1984, Huey Lewis and the News scored their first number one hit with Back in Time from the Back to the Future soundtrack. Can we hear Back in Time? Back in Time! Hmm, good segment. Short song. I can't believe that won so many uh, awards. It went platinum. Shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean piss. <laughs> I mean, duh. Well, that is what you mean. What is your connection, or can we talk about you, Lewis, and the news? Segment's over. We should move on. Well, no, we can jump back into it. 
What's your connection with Hewis Hewis Lewis? <laughs> yep, Hewis Lewis. And the newest. And the newest. Uh, do you love him, hate him? Brother, I mean, you know the answer to this question. I texted you it earlier that you're setting me up, and I appreciate you. I love Hewis Lewis and the newest. They're amazing. They're they're so good. I, I only got... I mean, obviously, I liked Hewis Lewis and the newest for quite a while, but, like, passively, right? But... Since we started this segment, I've been listening to a lot of them, and I love them. They're great. Even their newer stuff is, like, pretty good, too. And, yeah, he's got an ear issue, and he's deaf in one ear, and he'll never perform again. And that's sad. That's tragic. But they gave us lots. And I don't want to say too much, because I don't want to blow all my what's in the news stuff, right? I got a lot of fodder for that, so... Yeah. Well, hopefully we'll grow him a new ear someday and uh, dig him up from his grave. Um, but that day will come when we're dead. Yeah. So who well, cares? Uh, Steve, what do you think of Hewis Lewis and the Newest? I like them a lot. Uh, I do kind of know them more so because of uh, through culture and stuff. Sure. And more of their popular movies and songs. I know that they're amazing, but I haven't really dived in like you have. Uh, I'm saving that for my 50s, I think. That's a good call. That's usually when people get into them, so that's a good call. I bet if you talked to your dad, he would probably have some flowery, complimentary things to say about them. Nah, he, he'd say they were pissed. He was into uh, Kiss and uh, Disco at that time. Boy, that, okay, well, fair enough. I mean, Hewis Lewis is not that far from that. No, they're probably right in the middle of those two genres. Yeah, yeah, for sure. They're like the perfect meeting point between those two <laughs> things. Kiss and Disco and then Hewis Lewis and the Newest right there in the middle. But one thing my dad always uh, hated was meeting points. So mm, He would never <laughs> go to couldn't... a crossroad. You could never make plans with him to be like, hey, meet me here. He'd go, absolutely not. Yeah, or like how bananas are halfway between oranges and apples. <laughs> hates what I <laughs> That's a fact, and you can trust us. We were there when they were invented. I mean, we were there the day after they were invented, but we were there pretty er earlier than you, listener, idiot. <laughs> and of course I'm kidding, but I uh, I couldn't think of something exactly between an orange and an apple. I mean, I guess maybe a pineapple? That's tough. Yeah, that is tough. Because oh. you want to pick something round, but... I don't know. I guess like I guess a pineapple's between an apple and a pine tree. So You know those like like a zucchini but like clear in the middle and it tastes like floor like flowers? Cucumbers? <laughs> yeah, that's the one. <laughs> yeah, what Back about them? In yeah, and that's what's in the news. That's good. Yeah, I'll cut this That's out. That's good don't music. Worry. Yeah, Huey Lewis is great. Perfect. Now we're back in. They don't, they don't even know you had a mic issue. Huey Lewis is great. Seamless. Seamless. Did you? Okay. Uh, lemon. I know we're out of no, the segment now. Right. Oh, Lemon. That's perfect. Damn, dude. Yeah, that's really good. <laughs> it's close. It, it's, it is the halfway point between an apple and an orange is a lemon. Yeah, you could say it's on the other side of an orange. Yeah, I guess maybe an orange is the halfway point between an apple and a lemon. Yeah, that makes more sense. <laughs> it's lemon, lime, orange, apple. It, it, bingo, exactly. <laughs> that's, yes, that's it. Bing pot. Bing pot. 
<laughs> hey, real quick, I know we're out of the segment. Well, hang on. Let's just jump back in real quick. Yeah. In Cleveland. Uh, the song <laughs> Back in Time <laughs> Back in Time is the better of the two Back to the Future songs. Power of Love is great, but Back in Time is the better of the two, certainly. Well, Power of Love is the first one, right? I, I think so. I think they were both on the same soundtrack, though. Okay, because, like, there was controversy about them and the Back to the Future. Like, they wouldn't pay them enough, so they just got a band to, like, copy their style. No, 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 that's Ghostbusters you're thinking of. Okay. That's the song Ghostbusters and the song I Want a New Drug. Uh, it's the exact same song because they wanted uh, Huey Lewis. And then when they were doing the like dance number in the movie, they were playing Power of Love or not Power of Love. I Want a New Drug. And then they showed the footage to Ray Parker Jr. And were like, hey, we need you to make a song that's like this for the movie. And then he made Ghostbusters, which is the exact same song, like pretty much beat for beat, exactly the same. So we we love you, Ray Parker Jr. <laughs> Keep doing your thing. We love you, Ray Parker Jr. You if you're gonna steal from anybody, you stole from the best, Hughes Lewis and the newest. Thank you. And that's what's in the news. And this is after the segment. <laughs> I got a bunch of Huey Lewis. I got a lot of what's in the news theme songs, pal. We're gonna be hearing a lot of them on the show in the next few weeks. When you played the third different one, I was like, he's got like a hundred of these. Yeah, I got lots of them. I got lots of them. No, you I can see that. it in your eyes, like that, like homosexual garbage, you know. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm revved up. Yeah. I feel like Bing Rames in the shower. I'm I'm every woman right now. <laughs> and that's the power of love. <sighs> it's a curious thing. Well, uh hey, we got another segment to get to a very important question and it's a question for the ages and that question is of course Steve Creep whomst was the beggar Vance of two to tangle ah well I'm glad you asked this because this movie was rife with controversy and <laughs> ghost figures from above and demons uh yeah a lot of demons <laughs> what you can say Baker Vance is. You know, nobody knows who Baker Vance is. I've asked like a million people that I've uh, come in contact to and nobody knows who what's going on there. It's insane. It was directed by Robert Redford. How do you not know this movie? He's the Red Man. <laughs> no, that's Red Man. Oh, right. <laughs> uh, I would have to say the Baker Vance of this movie is the icon of the two that's been mirrored to look like a heart. <laughs> Ooh, good one. Really good one. Now, Adam, whoops was your banger, man? Of Tilt Tangle. Oh, Steve Creep, thank you so much for asking. To me, the banger Vance of Two to Tangle was you. Hey. Dr. Steve Creep. That's right. Without you, I wouldn't have known what happened in that movie. You were a hundred percent my banger Vance, and I love you so much for it. And I Aww. as soon as as soon as we started last week and, and you just carried me on your shoulders for that episode, I knew you were going to be my Bagger Vance this week. So for you, my brother, you're my Bagger Vance, and I love you. That is so sweet. I love you too, and that's really perked up my day. Glad to hear it. Uh, thank you for carrying me through the last episode. You're welcome. I looked back at the episode, and there was only one set of footprints in the sand, and <laughs> that was because you were carrying me. We have a very sandy studio. It's very sexualized in here. 
Yeah, we record in different places, so we pour sand on the floor in both places, and then only one set of tracks. And if this happens to you out there, Two to Tangle is on Tubi, so just watch it there. Oh, that's great. Thank you so much for that. Okay, hey, that was easy. We fit that all in. That was easy. Seamless. Seamless in Seattle, home of Fraser Crane. Home of Fraser Crane. Well, not not uh, in the reboot. He's back in Boston from the sounds of it. Here's a question for you, and this is a shameless pu- plug for Five Sure. Oh, sure. Um, what's their local pub? Do they have a pub they go to, or is it just that stupid coffee place that is a ripoff from Friends? Uh, if you're talking about Cafe Nervosa, first of all, how dare you? Cafe Nervosa is always busy. It's always packed in there. They have such a hard time finding a table, so it must be good coffee in a town like Seattle. Uh, the wait staff is wonderful in there. None of them are Gunther. They're not. There's no annoying character that becomes like a character. They're just <laughs> great staff who sometimes talk a little shit to the boys, and it's great. I love it. There, they, there's no local pub, but Martin goes to a place called McGin McGinty's, which is like a cop bar. He was right. going to a place called Duke's, but then Duke's closed. And it was bought out by a company that Niles was supporting. And so yep. Fraser and, and Martin went down there. And D- Duke is Martin's best friend. And uh, and maybe the only other man he loves besides his sons. And uh, so, yeah. So he doesn't go to Duke's anymore. He goes to McGinty's. Uh, McGinty's is where he met Jane Kaczmarek, who was his girlfriend for a while. And where he met Sherry, who is his girlfriend right now. Who's this bombastic Vegas showgirl who I love with all of my heart. Nice. That's yeah. very wholesome. Very wholesome a- answer from you. Frasier is, uh, like, the best sitcom ever. And uh, Fiveshire is the best Frasier podcast ever. Take that, Kevin Smith. I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. Now, earlier uh, in the episode of Baker Vance, mm. uh, you, I think you called me Dr. Steve Creep. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Okay. I'll, we can we can do that. I it just It felt right in the moment. It's kind of stolen valor, and that makes it better. <laughs> yeah, is it, calling yourself Doctor Stolen Valor, it feels like it would be. But I'm a character. But I, <laughs> I'm a real person living in Haiti named Doctor Steve Creep. Ah, oh, another person at my door. Tell them to f off. Is this one the police? No, this one uh, is decidedly not police. He oh, had it's a, a woman. Got he it. had a huge. Um, sweater on that said F the police oh I thought you were going to say he had a huge SWAT vest on <laughs> he's decidedly not yeah, the police SWAT. he's SWAT yeah and as we've learned from the LL Cool J movie SWAT you're either SWAT or you're not oh man what are you then not yeah I'm not too when I was uh, my first job was at a movie theater in our hometown and they used to like we used to get to watch movies for free on Thursday nights at midnight after the theater closed they would like put on Friday's movies and we could watch the movie for free but it was at midnight right so everyone's all exhausted and whatever but I remember we watched SWAT and I, I enjoyed SWAT it's not a very good movie but Colin Farrell LL Cool J Michelle Rodriguez that's pretty good and then me and one of the other employees he we left and he was driving around and he was driving down an alleyway past like a park and he went 
He looked at me and went, you're either SWAT or you're not. And then just drove off the road into the park. And we just drove through a park with like hills. And we were just blasting the SWAT theme song, screaming out the window of the car. You're either SWAT or you're not. <laughs> just cruising. It was great. I got fired from that job. Not for that, but for other things. Yeah, for other things, for sure. Well, I got fired from that job because I went to go see Freddy vs. Jason, and I was only 16, and the movie was rated R, and I didn't go with my daddy, so then they fired me. What? Yeah, that's a real story. That's a true story. <laughs> that's crazy. Hey, uh, all the people that were running that theater were scumbags, and they all got fired, like, not that long after, so I, I don't really care. <laughs> it's fine. I thought you were going to say my first uh, job ever was SWAT. Okay. <laughs> 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 yeah, I graduated high school, joined SWAT. Yeah. Uh, did you know that you could get SWAT or, SWAT, SWAT or not is really hard to say. Yeah, SWAT or SWAT not. SWATornot.com uh, for $89.99. Oof, that's pricier uh, than I expected. Yeah, that's that's no uh, uh, fireproof my marriage, please.com. And that's just the broker fee. <laughs> <laughs> That's not even the licensing or anything. That's fricked. I can't believe SWAT or not is not a website already. Can you believe it? And you could like just have photos come up and you press a button. I think I used to have I think that's actually a joke I used to tell. I think yeah. you're I think you're biting my steez right now. I'm almost I don't care. I'll take money from anything. I'm positive that when you and I were doing stand up together, I used to have a joke that was literally like, they should make a website called SWAT or not, where they post pictures of people and you decide whether they are SWAT or not. <laughs> Now I think I'm almost positive that was a bit. It's better as an app, but uh, well, but yeah, the, when we were doing comedy apps, didn't exist. <laughs> well, now I'm not stealing your steez. That's true. I'm making it my own steez. You know what? It's Steve Steez, and we're just living in it. That's mm. Doctor Steve Steez. Ooh, hey, ooh, Doctor Steve Steez. I like that. I mean, Steve <laughs> Creep is good, but Doctor Steve Steez is really good. I like Steve Creep. I love being creepy whenever I can. Uh, lurking in the corners, the shadows. There you'll see Steve Creep, Doctor. <laughs> the P. The U. Yeah, of course. The Creep. <laughs> yeah. When you say the P, I say the U. Right. And my cat is staring at me very aggressively right now. Well, sure, of course. It it, it smells your steez. <laughs> well, also, we're about to get to <laughs> her favorite part of this podcast. The Kevin Sorbo Tweet of the Week. Kevin! Now, believe it or not, that is my cat saying, Kevin! <laughs> it is. I didn't. That's crazy that that's the case, but yeah, that, that's true. Believe it or not, uh, this Kevin Sorbo tweet came out at 3 p.m. on March 8th, Yuck. 2023. 124.4 thousand views. No bots. Since Elon yep. bought it, he, got, he cleared out all the bots. Well, nobody, no bots would touch this with a 10-foot pole, so. <laughs> I can think of one bot that would touch it with a 10-foot pole. We'll see. Uh, the Bill Cosby bot? Correct, yeah. Uh, I'd rather drink a beer from Bill Cosby than try the tap water in East Palestine. <laughs> <laughs> That's just funny and good. That's you, just... You're starting your first tight five, and I get it. That is just funny and good. <laughs> Damn, Kev, you really got us with that one. That's funny and good. Yeah, you're you're the best. And uh, yeah, see if you can get on the Laugh Factory. <laughs> I think the time is right. I mean, you're in Texas. That's where all those douchebag comedians from L.A. moved to. 
I think you could probably get in. How long until Kevin is on the the truth, aka the Joe Rogan experience? Oh, the, that must have happened by now, you think? I feel like it would have uh, shut down the internet. But, like, uh, What's-His-Face loves having all those uh, Twitter creeps on. Who? Kevin Sorbo? Yeah, who's the Twitter creep in this city? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't know. Well, either way, Kev, uh, hey, boy, this is an episode. This is a weird episode because I like this movie and I like that tweet. So, I, damn, damn. I'm really, uh, I feel a drifted sea right now. You're living the dream, baby. Yeah. Hey, I'm living La Vida Loca, a.k.a. living the crazy life. Oh, yeah. Uh, I wanted to say that we should remember that Gunther is white and bald and a little powdered. He's not bald, though. He's got blonde hair. He's like an yeah, albino. He's powdered enough to me. He's powdered enough to you, and he's powdered enough to me. Powder. Might be a good special episode during Powder Month. <laughs> oh, can't wait for Powder Month. Oh, my God. Oh, my gizm. Can't wait for it. Well... Dr. Steve Creep, are you ready to let's go, let's God into Until Forever 2016? Yeah. Yeah. There's <laughs> I got a I got a question for you right up at the start here. Yeah, let me pull up my notes sure. while you're asking me that. Um beep boop. Uh and that question <laughs> that I have for you I really derailed your energy on that and uh that was, that's my whole thing baby. No no, you didn't derail it. I just can't find the quote. <laughs> I can't remember what it is and it's uh Oh, here it is. You ever heard of quantum mechanics? <laughs> no. <laughs> quantum mechanics ever heard of it? Uh have you? No, well, not before this movie introduced me to the concept of quantum mechanics. And okay, space nerd. <laughs> Good movie. This is a great movie. I've never seen anything like this before. You're in complete remission. Oh, I'm sorry. Aren't you a cancer doctor? What do you mean you've never seen remission before? You're a bad cancer doctor. Yeah, this is his first one. First remission. <laughs> yeah. hey, and just, it happened suddenly. I just became a doctor yesterday. I've never seen this before. You're in complete remission. Ring the bell. One of the editing and timing issues of this movie is it definitely seems like it's like getting a vasectomy. His like cancer is like there and then it's not. And then it's there. And then it's and not. It's not. It's a lot of snip snaps. <laughs> snip snap, snip snap. He just, just that guy, <laughs> old Michael Boyum, has sure, uh, he's got a rough go of things. You got cancer? Now you don't. Now you got it again? Now you don't. Now you got it again? Now you're dead. That's it how it seems, goes. <laughs> it seems like every time he gets out of the hospital and has his first dinner with his family, he gets that call. Like, yeah, yeah, you got cancer again. Like, I just left. Yeah, th that's the hilarious thing is that it's literally like the day after he gets out of the hospital, they, oh, your cancer came roaring back. It's all right. <laughs> Calm down, you cancer. you have time to go and get tests? I mean, <laughs> we took your blood as you were leaving, and then, oh my god, cancer's <laughs> back in full! And then, whoa, you crashed into the cancer. Yeah, whoa, your yeah. T-cells crashed into the mall. Oh no. <laughs> you got lymphoma, bud. No, leukemia. I think there's one thing we can both agree on, is that Michelle and Michael, the main characters of this movie, are both alpha as frick. Oh yeah, and geocaching rules. <laughs> Yeah, they're geocaching alphas. Oh, yeah, as all folks who geocache are, <laughs> alphas. 
I think a company that sold geocaching alpha gear <laughs> would would sell. Oh yeah, it would definitely sell. Yeah, if they were just like, hey, get your brain pills and also your geocaching equipment. Honestly, it could save geocaching. Bring it back. As soon as they said geocaching, I was like, wow, this is a 2016 movie. <laughs> yeah, very right dead in the center of 2016. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which is, that's an element they added to the story because all of this stuff happened, like, in 2000. So, oh, like, yeah. So it took them so long to figure out how to exploit this story enough to make a movie out of it. And so by the time they had figured that out, geocaching was popular, and they're like, you know what? This We can't talk about Vine, so I guess we'll do geocaching. That's what the kids are into. Yeah, we can't have, like, a 30-year-old playing a 16-year-old football player and not mention uh, geocaching. Of course. He loves it. Him and, his, yeah, his wife and his four kids, they all love it. <laughs> they already love it. They already love it. Did you ever do uh, the geocaching? No. I'm yeah, cool. I'm really cool. I don't have time for that nonsense. You know what I was doing instead of geocaching? S***ing weed. That's what I was doing. <laughs> So this movie is about two young lovebirds. Mm. Uh, Michelle is like 15. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Michael is 35. Is 18, supposedly. Just yeah. about to graduate high school, so, so it's all legal. She's 16 then, because they yeah. say there's a two-year gap between them. Also, I'm holding up uh, I'm Not a Crook Fingers right now. They did at least 20 scenes uh, explaining their age and how it was correct. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. And why <laughs> it's okay. Eyes. They held up a card that said, look, here are the rules in our state. When he turns 19, it's okay that she's 17. It's fine. We, It's okay. The Romeo and Juliet clause or whatever. And then he graduates high school, and because of all the pork he's eating, he gets cancer <laughs> and eventually yeah. dies. Oh, there's also this great line. Uh, speak, just speaking about their ages real quick, coming back to that. Uh, mm -hmm. From Michael's mom, she says, men should date younger women. Yeah. <laughs> you go, oh, why? And she goes, because women mature faster than men, so it balances out. Boy, that's not a problematic uh, way to think at all. Yeah, it, the setup for their relationship and them being different ages didn't need to be in there. They're they're high schoolers. Who cares? Yeah, just let them have it. They're high schoolers. This movie is trying to make a point that nobody gives a shit about. Yeah, for real. They're really hammering home that it's okay for older men to date younger women. It's fine. Stop looking into it. Later, when we're talking about him being in the hospital and having cancer and her having to live a life of going to high school, it's okay. Yeah, yeah that's right. She... She is going through high school while he's yeah. dying of cancer. Rough. And he's like, stay 30 more minutes. She's like, I, I, I got to the prom. I got to do my geocaching homework. I don't have time for this. <laughs> oh, every single school had geocaching. Oh, like, yeah. That was probably great for teachers to like piss away a couple of days. Yeah, they just went, they would take a handful of the geocaching tags and just throw them off a bridge and just see where they ended up and go, all right, go find them, kids. Put them in the river system at the beginning, at the uh, middle of the city yeah. that all cities have. Of course, yeah. Release balloons and poison and kill birds and poison the world. Congrats. I'm, glad, I'm glad you got a beautiful second. That's great. Did you think Michael was going to survive? Not for a second. Not with, like, a last name of Boyum. Boyum. Hey, Boyum. I, I, it's a weird last name. I don't want to say gross because it's a human person's name. Yeah. But it comes off the tongue as like slime. Boy yum. It's a real it's, name. This is a true story, by the way. This movie's based yeah. on a true story. 
Did you catch the based on a true story at the beginning? Yeah. Oh, well, I knew that too. Just in like the write up for the movie, it said it was based on a true story. So I, I knew that going into it already. Because it flashes at the beginning of the movie, but it's very easy to miss it. Like, it's definitely at the movie where everybody's still on their phone and getting ready to watch the movie. <laughs> yeah, everyone's mowing <laughs> down popcorn, yeah. And it only flashes for a second, so it's easily missable until you see, like, the credits. Of course. Uh, I wonder why that is. I wonder if they just didn't want people to know. Like, this this movie reminded me a lot of the... Um... Uh, Columbine movie that I wa- that we wanted that we thought about watching and then realized we're not ready to make fun of this yet. Uh, we're pretty ready now. We'll give it a couple more years. We're gonna give it to you. Yeah. Oh yeah. We're. I mean, look. If Christians can ex- exploit tragedies to make movies, we can exploit these tragic movies to make fun of them. I think that's fair. I think that's just, and I think that's right. We're gonna get it to you. Yeah, we're definitely gonna get it to you. What do you think about the pig van that he drives? Well, this blew my flippin' mind. This is when I thought the movie got good, is where I could really dig deep into the pork stuff. And I don't know if I want to cover it now, because I have a huge, huge uh, theory about all of this. Um, uh, But I love the pork van. I think it probably cost them maybe their entire budget to do. Yeah. Because they give it away and then it comes back in the movie later on. Well, I think he just kind of lends it to that family being like, look, I might be dying of cancer. You can borrow my pork van, but we'll come. We'll we'll, we're getting that back. Also, I'm very excited to ask you a question at the end of the show, but we'll get to all that. We'll get to all that. Don't even worry about it. I don't want to spoil that part because... Pork is a very strong theme in this movie, and I was so excited that we even saw a movie like this. Like, God definitely spoke through you to uh, give us this movie, and I think it's my biggest evidence that God exists Mm -hmm. of my entire life. I'm a vessel for the Lord's word, and so when Mm -hmm. I texted you saying, hey, I found a movie called Until Forever that I think we should call a mulligan on a different movie and do this one instead, and you agreed... And God led us, the, uh, led us to the Lord that day. He did. Uh, we're not even in sand. We're just floating in air, smelling that sweet, sweet scent mm-hmm. of uh, young love and cancer. Just waiting for... And pork. Of course. Waiting for Jesus to Batista bomb us into the ocean. What I am upset about is that they keep going on dates and they keep getting barbecue and Michelle doesn't like barbecue. She likes seafood. Yeah, but seafood sucks. She's wrong. Her tastes are bad. Not when you live on the ocean, baby. They don't. They live in Minnesota. They don't even live on the ocean. They live in Minnesota. They're what are you eating? Friggin' bass? Get out of here. Minnesota's pretty close to a Great Lake, I believe. And sure. that's basically the ocean. That's not the ocean, that's a Great Lake. That's a Great Lake. Our, that's not an ocean, that's a Great Lake. It's a lake. It's a different body of water. You. It's a different body of water. It's a great lake. Is there salt? No. <laughs> that's why you have to salt fish out of Great Lakes, and you don't have to salt fish out of the ocean. You have to salt fish out of the Great Lakes. Yes. Yes. You got to salt pike. You got to salt salmon. You got to salt bass and chubs and other ones. Have you ever ate a fish from the sea? Is it salty? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've eaten it right out of the sea. I licked the salt right off it. Cut my tongue all to hell. Sharp scales. (laughs) Salt is sharp. Oh, yeah. Salt is sharp. That's one thing we've learned on this show. Uh, what did you think of the line? I just want to go back to the pig van for a second because because of the pig van, I got my favorite line in this movie. Give it to me. They take the pig van to prom, Michael and Michelle. They're going to prom in the pig van. 
And Michael leans out the window at one point and goes, I'm driving a pig to prom. And he's pointing at Michelle the whole time. And that made me laugh pretty hard. That was pretty funny. And that leads into the sex scene. Yeah. <laughs> hey, if this pig's a rockin', do not come a knockin'. Now, we watch this movie for one reason and one reason only, nudity. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Did we ever watch it for the nudity? Oh, and didn't disappoint. Where was the nudity? Was there nudity? Are you kidding me? Michael is shirtless, fresh out of the shower, nips and pecks a poppin'. What are you talking about? Yeah, that's right. Uh, I must have blacked out during that moment like, because that would have been heavenly. Sure, we don't see a dinger, but like that's okay. We get a shirtless teen. <laughs> yeah, he might. No, I guess he wasn't a teen. He would have been like well, twenty. A shirtless man playing ten years younger. <laughs> yes, I I didn't think they were. I thought they were pretty well cast. I I didn't. They didn't strike me as too old to play these parts the way like other movies have been. No, Michelle and Michael are very well done as far as the casting. The brother Matt, though, uh, oh, yeah. that goes through all those trials and tribulations, mm -hmm. um, uh, he looks 33, for oh, sure. Absolutely, yeah, he looks terrible. <laughs> <laughs> hey, do you want me to read the movie guide, the Pure Flix movie guide for this movie? Yes, please. God, I am so upset that we forget this a lot of the time. A lot of the time it's not there. The a lot of the time it's not a part of it, though. Like, they uh, they don't have a lot of movie guides, which is weird. It's like, if you have this thing, why aren't you doing it for every movie? Why are you picking and choosing? How do you decide which ones get it? And it's great. It, it is great. I already love it. It's uh, good fodder. <laughs> so, movie guide. Recommended age, 12 plus. Oh. Uh, we got... Very strong Christian worldview with a clear representation of the gospel, prayer in Jesus' name, pictures of Jesus in a chapel, and trusting that God has a plan. Strong biblical worldview of selflessness and sacrifice. One use of gosh. Man jokes that he'll kick someone's butt in a game. Man throws up blood. No sex. Boyfriend and girlfriend kiss often. Husband and wife lie in bed together talking. Man comes out of the shower with towel around waist. Man is seen shirtless in locker room. Mm. Man attempts suicide multiple times by various methods. Man yells at God in anger and fear. Man calls Bible garbage. Woman wishes upon a shooting star. That's my favorite one. That warning. Hey, be careful. She wishes upon a shooting star. Maybe don't expose your kids younger than 12 to that. Yeah, that's too scientifically based, I think. Oh, definitely based. Absolutely. But this movie has none none for language, light nudity, light sex, and light violence. I'm not sure what the light violence... I guess probably the suicide attempts. Yeah, oh yeah. When he smashes the mirror and then puts the mirror on his wrist. And I was like, I don't want to watch this scene. Right, then luckily he was already bleeding out of his head, so he stopped. Yeah, there's still blood in the scene, which saves it for me. Yes, and gives this movie a hard R. I, I just think there's... The main characters are cute. Yeah. They're uh, they act very well. I would like to see more of their story and more of their interactions because you do see a lot of the brother, and it kind of takes over from the uh, you know relationship aspect of this movie. Well, and and not only that, it's like again, his story doesn't really go anywhere. It's it's just, I, I don't want to I don't want to be too harsh on this because it's a real guy who really yeah. did this. Like he really. Uh, probably attempted suicide while his brother was dying of cancer like okay fine i don't want to make fun of that too hard yeah. i mean i want to and, make fun of it a little bit of course 
well, he's a school teacher now, so <laughs> yeah, and he's a he's the villain of this movie. He's the villain of the piece, yeah. So many times I've written in my notes, oh, brother villain is here. Oh, great, the brother <laughs> the villain is doing stuff. All right, excellent. And then there's just another uh, brother that isn't as important and doesn't get lines. Yep, doesn't really get to do anything in the movie except tackle his suicidal brother after he takes all his pills. Does he... He misses catching the ball, and that's about it. That's his big moment. That's his big moment. He gets hit in the chest with a football. That's cool. It is pretty cool. Gotta keep those hands sticky, pal. (laughs) What did you think of the uh, atheist in this movie? The other man dying of cancer that Michael meets in the... uh, I almost said morgue, but in the hospital... Honestly, I think he was extremely well-written, honest, and, like, you could see that as an actual conversation with two people going through this thing, and their dynamic was actually, like, a really good part of this movie. Yeah, I I 100% agree with you. I, I really love how they handle the atheist character in this movie, because... Literally every other movie we ever watched has been like, I'm an atheist and I'm a big f- cat and I never change. And guess what? You get to prove me wrong in the end and show me what a f- cat I am. And then in this movie, they're just like, yeah, these are just two people that have, they don't have the same beliefs, but they're friends. They become friends and they like make each other's lives better. And actually in the end, the atheist gives the religious guy the best advice he gets in the whole movie. And it's not God based. It's just like life based. And I really actually kind of appreciated that. I was like, this movie, thats I think that's why I like this movie, because it's very well balanced. Other Christian movies take note. Yeah, it's, it's just really refreshing not to see uh, the atheist role or the non-believer role or the que- even questioning role be like a dumb Yeah, who <laughs> like needs to get, who needs comeuppance at the end. Yeah, he's just honest with his view and not, uh, angry or like attacking this kid he's trying to help him and see the world in a different way and uh, just a nice guy overall too. yeah and he's not brought to the lord at the end i think that's one of the other things i like about it, is at the end of the movie he's still an atheist he survives cancer and he gets to live out his days at his lakeside cabin whittling wood and he's just like remembers this great friend that he had and they don't they don't they don't do a sneaky shot of a Bible on his desk or anything. They just go, no, no, no. He just he has his beliefs and he's doing great. And Michael had an impact on him. It's wild to me that like a Christian movie uh, like this, and it's it's very Christian. Oh yeah, it's Christian as frick. Uh, has the two kids with cancer die that are Christian or believe? And uh, then the atheist survives at the end and gets yeah. to live uh, at his cabin. Well, that's the ultimate punishment. He doesn't get to go to heaven. All the other two, they get to go to heaven. He has to suffer on earth for the rest of his days. Yeah, and eat uh, freshly caught fish out Ugh. of this lake. He's going to Not salt, salted. He's going to have to salt the hell out of that fish. Ugh. He's going to have to. Yeah, he isn't currently doing it. But the, the advice, the, the words that he tells Michael, though, Michael's at his lowest point. He's outside yelling at God. He's upset. And the atheist, who I don't even know if they give a name. I'm not sure what his name is even. But he he comes up to him and he says, he says a bunch of stuff. But at the end he goes, look, until you die, you live. And I was like, that's great advice, my man. That's a great perspective that isn't religious infused. And it's just like good, a good perspective. And uh, kudos. And a helpful moment for the progression of this character. Like he's 
Uh, Michelle proposes to him, which is uh, stupid because you're too young. And you're supposed to have the man is supposed to do that. Exactly. That's you? my biggest gripe. Yeah. Uh, with it. <laughs> is that they just they go against the norm. Exactly. And, but he says no because he's about to die. Well, he says and, he says uh, I'll think about it. Yeah, but you can see no in his heart. That's true. And he breaks her heart when he says that. It's like such a crushing moment for her. And to have the atheist character be there and give him good advice to pursue uh, life uh, while he's here, regardless of the question of what happens after, is uh, really nice and heartwarming. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like I said, I think that's part of the reason why I like this movie so much is because of stuff like that, where it's just like, yeah, that's, he doesn't get commitments. He doesn't have to be punished. He just gets to be a guy who has a disagreement and is a good dude. So anyway, I don't really have much else to say about that, but that it's great. I mean, we have been talking about it for a long time, but we've watched so many of these movies yeah, yeah. where characters even remotely close to this man are just unbelievably incompetent and uh, just outrageous yeah well i mean what was the the second movie we watched a matter of faith like that's literally what that movie was might have was might as well have been just called dunking on atheists <laughs> which of course we're christian we're the firstborn we believe on dunking on atheists yeah of course that's what we were put on earth to do <laughs> how else you dumb. To, how else are you supposed to convince people to love jesus if you're not dunking on their beliefs yeah how else are we supposed to conquer the world if we can't, you know, dunk on atheists? Exactly. And you have a foolproof out for any argument that you don't have evidence for. You can just go, well, it's God's will. It's God did it. And then, boom, what can they even say to that? They can't disprove that. And it's on them to prove that God exists, not you, the person saying God exists. Yeah. Disprove these nuts. Hey, beautiful. Well said. <laughs> wow. I feel like I'm dying of cancer and an atheist just spoke to me. I... I did think he was going to die earlier. Like, they go to the hospital very early on. There's, like, credits and montage of them getting together, which is kind of lovely. Yeah, I And like then it. he goes to the uh, cancer ward, and I was like, okay, he's going to die in a few minutes, and then it's going to be the fallout. <laughs> right. And no, he's he's got cancer throughout this whole oh, thing. <laughs> he just keeps dragging it out. Just yeah. die, hurry up and die already. <laughs> Snip, snap, snip, snap. Just die of cancer. Like, hurry up and die so that she can find her true love. Because yeah. that's what these Christian movies... Th that's the other thing I liked about this movie, is that him dying wasn't the catalyst for her to get a better life. Mm -hmm. Like, it was... Like, every other movie is like, oh, your, your partner's tragically killed. But don't worry, here's a sexier version. Here's a sexier... You're going to totally trade up after this. Oh, The brother! The brother! The brother? Well, maybe she married the brother. Oh, maybe she... <laughs> what is this, a two to tangle? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what she says. Yeah, exactly. And then she has sex with the uh, brother, and that's the ending. Oh. That's the nudity. Wow, there it is. Full frontal, full penetration. I can't believe it. Full frontal penetration. Yum. Boy yum. Standing up. Michael <laughs> Boyum. <laughs> now, here's the thing. Michelle Boyum, the, the wife did remarry and did have kids like has a whole family has a whole life of her own now didn't just like remain celibate forever because she loved a guy at 19 like got moved on with her life so that's great that's really great but at the end of the movie this movie has the balls to be like michelle is now a nurse and dedicates her life to helping others she looks forward to the day she will see michael again in heaven like oh well 
Oh, now hold on. She's got a husband and kids and a life. Like, I guess maybe she's excited to see her former slam piece, but like, I don't know. Maybe that seems kind of disrespectful to her family that she currently has. Well, you make that bond with someone Ooh, until bond. death, right? So until the end of our lives, yeah. Gets freaky with her old uh, bang mate. Mm-hmm. Her old bang maid. Yeah, her old bang maid. And maybe she dips in both worlds. Maybe she, like, tries having sex with Prince. Like, that'd be pretty who cool. Who knows? He'd be into that. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Cancer and God and... Oh, there's this line. God gave us that miracle and then he took it away. Yeah, God's a real dickling. He's a real jerkaroni. Well, when you're trying to use science, stupid science, to get rid of this cancer that God gave you, he's going to be a little angry. <laughs> How dare you defy yeah. my will? You know what? Have your little victory. You're going to walk out of that hospital, and I'm going to blow your dick off with cancer. How does that sound? Oh, I'm going to put cancer in your blood again. It's like, going to be easy for me. <laughs> yeah, as you pass through the doors, I'm going to go bibbidi-bobbidi-boo, and the cancer's <laughs> going to erupt through your blood. Yeah, I don't even have to expel one calorie. I don't even know what calories are. <laughs> yeah, you invented those, time. stupid idiot people. You invented calories. It's a measurement of energy. <laughs> I am calories. I invented MSG. I didn't invent uh, Madison Square Garden, of course. Not yeah. calories. <laughs> God's always talking about calories. You know when this movie tipped the scales for me? You know when I went from being like, this movie is ridiculous, to actually liking this movie a little bit? What's that? The Yahtzee? Nah, I don't give whatever Yahtzee. But uh, no, the scene where uh, Michelle puts on the prom dress and then they dance in the hospital room. I was like, I got a little choked up and I was like, oh, this movie is getting me. This movie's getting me in the feels. I can't believe it. Well, it's a very horny moment. So you might have been mistaking your horniness for uh, genuine passion. I was leaking out of both ends. <laughs> But that is, it's a really nice moment. It's very it, sweet. It's a very cute moment. Uh, they're young lovers in love, and uh, the one of them's going to die. Yeah, yeah, he's in the jungle, baby. He's going to die. I thought he was going to pull through, but it didn't make <laughs> sense for the movie. Well, he did twice. <laughs> yeah, well, until he got home. Yeah, exactly, yeah. I mean, you got you were right two out of the three times. I was only right once. Exactly. So you were right more. Yeah, I was right more. You were right more. And that's all I care about. Oh, yeah. What is there anything else that we got to talk about? I don't know. Uh, we got a lot to talk about, but I think we should get to it. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah. Well, uh, okay. Hey, I liked this movie. I thought uh, Until Forever was actually kind of good. Watch it once. You don't even need PureFlix for it. Just go to YouTube.com and search until forever and the page vision video will come up and you can just watch it for free on there because that's what i did because i don't trust david's system anymore what a scam what a scam <laughs> talking about the pandemic of course yeah of course <laughs> and that's what this movie was really about of course yeah hey i'm driving a pig to prom just wanted to say that again it's just a very funny line <laughs> Genuine uh, uh, joy out of these characters, and you lap it up. Genuine joy. Uh, so, with all that being said, Steve, I have a very important question to ask you, and I'm so excited to hear your answer to this. Can Christians eat pork? Well, Adam, 
I feel like this movie has finally given us a definitive answer, and that definitive answer is absolutely not. No! <laughs> what a swerve! If you eat pork and you love it and are Christian, you will get leukemia and die. Is <laughs> <laughs> what this movie is saying. That's true. Michelle <laughs> loves fish. And guess who doesn't mm-hmm. get cancer and die? The fish lover. Yeah. When he's in remission, they have a big pork sandwich day and then also get a bone marrow transplant. And then all of a sudden he's got cancer again. That's true. Maybe cancer's in the pork. Cancer is in the pork is what this movie is trying to say. Wow. As soon as he gets out of the hospital, he eats pork again and then he immediately gets cancer. I don't think the two are dis disjointed at all yeah, i think they're very intertwined that's not a coincidence that that happens that is that is a mathematical equation person like, oh, plus pork equals cancer almost every time he gets told he has uh cancer they're either eating pork or on their way to pork yeah, he's wiping barbecue sauce off his lips as he takes that fatal phone call his van is a tomb of death <laughs> his van is a rolling monument to his hubris also, for the first, like, half of this movie, they talk about a weird smell, and of course they're mentioning that it's uh, the pork. Of course. Uh, in the van. But what if that weird pork smell was a chemical that they use in that pork to smell it that way, and it creates cancer? Oh, see, I thought you were going to say that that smell is just the Father, Son, and the Holy Queef. <laughs> well, I am in, <laughs> you know kind of saying that of but what i'm saying is that it's cancer i am big pentameter <laughs> now adam uh can christians eat pork i mean i this it makes me so sad to say this because we've we've reached the end of this portion of the show because yeah we have a definitive answer and that's no because you will get cancer and die you know who you know who gets cancer but doesn't die the atheist who eats fish he you yep. know and you know who does die the five-year-old girl who probably loved pork. We don't see it, but her parents drive around in a pork van, so it's logical to think that she got a little bit of pork on the side. Wait a minute. <laughs> well, she gets the van, and then the kid dies, right? Correct. So they probably had the pork on them, brought yeah. it into the hospital, killed the girl. Exactly. She was she was recovering. The doctor was like, I, I've never seen this before, but you're recovering from cancer. And then they got the pork van, and... Boom, five-year-old dead and in the grave. It's just so many, uh, so much evidence. And we're not saying this. The movie to say, uh, the movie makers are saying this. I mean, we're confirming it, though. Like this, We're is just the, interpreting. This is the end of Can Christians Eat Pork? There will Has be no... Be. We will not be asking this question anymore because we finally got an answer. Might not be the answer we wanted, but it's the answer that God gave us, which is no. Although... No, uh, no, no, no. <laughs> the question is... can. Can Christians eat pork, not may Christians eat pork? And physically, you probably ate the pork. Well, definitely ate the pork, but then it <laughs> killed them. Well, it definitely ate the pork. So, so is, the answer, is the answer yes with an asterisk <laughs> next to it then? It's yes, but you're probably going to get cancer and die. I mean, I'd say take the probably out of there. <laughs> yeah. Okay, all right. I guess we're changing the answer. Can Christians eat pork? The answer is yes, but with an asterisk because it will kill you of cancer. Shh. <laughs> This is a tough one. Honestly, my mind is blowing itself. (laughs) 
<laughs> it, your mind got its bottom ribs removed and is now blowing itself. Because I was decidedly, no, I had all these variables and all this, uh, these examples of it killing you, so of course it was no. But then, with the the question itself, is it's can, not may. That's true, and yeah, when you really break it down like that, I think you're absolutely <laughs> right. The answer has to be yes, with an asterisk next to it. Can Christians eat pork? Yes, they can. Yes. Will it give them cancer and kill them? Definitively, yes. <laughs> so I guess it's still over. It's still over. We just, yeah. we've just, we have a different answer now. But it's still over. There will be no more. Can Christians eat pork? I hope you've enjoyed this journey with us. Uh, it's been a beautiful experience. It's been a beautiful experience, uh, more so than salted water. <laughs> Delicious. No pork in that. <laughs> All right, well, Dr. Steve Creep, until next time. No pork in that. <laughs> no pork in that. I love you. I love you. We, we love, love you. you. No pork in that. Oh. All right. And to the real people that this movie was about, we're sorry. Yeah. And I'm Tiz Jism. I'm Tiz Jism. I'm Tiz Jism. I'm Tiz Jism. And to the real people this movie is based on, we're sorry. And I'm yeah. Chiz Jism. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> that was good. <laughs>